and welcome to another episode of Connecting the Dots, the podcast for creative mothers, those who are in the arts industry, those who have been in the arts industry, and those of you creative mums who are just doing your creative thing alongside your mothering. You are so welcome. Today, I really want to talk about the generosity required for encouragement and how important encouragement is. I don't know if you've ever been on the receiving end of a backhanded compliment. It's You know, it's nice to know that they did think it was good, but there's part of you that just wishes they could have been wholehearted and told you they thought what you did was good in the first place. And equally, when somebody has been over-effusive, but you didn't feel like it landed or it was true, then it's actually quite awkward to receive. But when somebody truly compliments you or encourages you in a way that lands because it understands what you've tried to do, it also understands what you have achieved and recognises that and celebrates it and cheers you on, then it is a gift. In the arts, it's so important to champion and encourage one another. And I think it takes a real generosity to give it, but also to receive it graciously. I think as creative mothers... We have the capacity to give generously in so many ways, but equally we have the capacity to withhold our generosity of spirit. And one of the biggest things that is a downer on a relationship is when you give something without doing it joyfully. This can apply to so many areas of our life as mums and also our creative lives as performers and artists in our various capacities. Do you know that when you've put yourself out there on stage and your audience wants to applaud you, that it is actually really ungenerous not to receive that? I think it takes as much generosity of spirit to receive applause, thanks, encouragement, as it does to give it. You know, we can be really stingy in the way we withhold our encouragement to one another, How often have we been in a position where somebody said something really daft, like, well, don't encourage them too much or they get a big head? Well, (laughs) that's just madness, because how do you know that you're improving or how do you build somebody's confidence? How does your confidence grow if you never feel like somebody's appreciating you? And if people don't make the effort to generously say, well done. You know, as an actor, when you're on a stage, having the audience applaud is an incredibly wonderful and very privileged position to be in because you get very quick feedback but even before you get to the end of the show or the end of the play you can tell from the way they are or are not responding whether what you're putting out there is being well received or not whether it's landing and resonating and hitting home or whether it's just sort of meh you can tell on stage when you're in a play and people are just coughing away we've lost them or we're losing them oh my gosh and sometimes the answer to that is go a bit faster sometimes it's just to change it up and those things are all quite a challenge and very much fun slash terrifying when you're in the middle of it to figure out ways of bringing new life to a situation if somebody's afraid to say to you well done there's a strong chance that they haven't had much encouragement in their own life and they don't know how to receive it and they don't know how to give it and they're afraid that there is this scarcity of encouragement and scarcity of good words to go around which frankly I will categorically say is a load of nonsense but it doesn't stop many many people having lived that way throughout their lives. We have the choice and the opportunity as artists to be encouraging of one another We have the choice to champion each other's work, to encourage one another with words that don't just say, oh, you're so amazing, because anything that isn't genuine will land like a flat pancake. But actually, if we encourage one another with helpful feedback, 
that shows that we've really lent in and paid attention, that we've listened, that we've seen what they're trying to do, and that you loved how they said something, how it resonated with you, and how you feel like they're really on the right lines with this idea. But equally, real encouragement is to champion someone to go further. So that means being honest about where you think the holes in the in the plot are or the holes in the performance are. Something I really valued during my season at drama school and have always valued, actually, when it's coming from the right heart, has been helpful and honest critique, but from people I trust. And I read something recently on Instagram, someone saying, if you wouldn't receive advice from this person, you don't have to take their criticism. And I think that's really helpful. But if there's someone whose opinion or perspective you trust, then leaning in and asking them for some helpful critique, which is very different to criticism, gives you clear feedback, clear direction, clear directive as to how to take what you're doing, clarify and distill it further and go further. And that is a source of encouragement in itself. It also takes real generosity, both to receive that, because you're saying to that other person, I am happy to invite you into my space to speak your words into that and your ideas into my project, my life, my encouragement, whatever. But equally, it takes real generosity on the part of the person who's giving that to you because they are taking their time. They are hopefully thinking seriously and contemplatively about what they want to say to you. And they're trying to find ways to help you clarify your message, whether that's the way you're telling a story or the heart of what you're trying to communicate. We need people in our lives who are generous enough with their time and their energies to help us figure things out. That's what good friends do. And as an artist, having other artists who are willing to use their insight and their wisdom to help me clarify my direction has been invaluable. And those friendships are worth their weight in gold. One of my best friends is a wonderful actress called Annabelle. And she and I actually became friends at drama school through not being friends. We were working buddies together and our friendship grew out of an ability to work together and to critique and encourage and challenge each other. And then our friendship grew since. And, you know, despite the fact that it's been 15 years nearly, we are still really good friends and we've just had babies at a similar time. And it's been so delightful to continue a working relationship, even though I'm not working that much. She is someone whom I can trust to always give me really helpful feedback. And I know she can trust the same from me. I went to see her in a production she was touring with, and she's so generous as a person that she was willing to receive my critique of her performance and some of my feedback on the show at large. Now, some of that she couldn't do much about, but some of it she could. And I always feel a little bit like, well, I don't want to step on your toes here because it has to be given with a... a a recognition that it might not be well received, but she is such a generous person that as well as the way she will give me clear feedback like that, as well as the encouragement, and she's such a champion of me who always tells me I can do stuff, which is just what I need when my confidence is rock bottom. But she's also incredibly generous as a woman who really wants to hear what I have to say because she appreciates my insight. And as a result, our friendship is beautiful and strong, but it's it's based on a working relationship. I know I can trust her to work with and I can trust her to be honest with me. She will call me out when I'm phoning it in and I'm just using tricks and not using my heart. And that's what you need. But we need that from a variety of sources, but from people we trust. Equally, it's really important as mums that we are encouraging our children. You know, they grow up looking at us like we are the bee's knees, at least for a while until they start kind of using their own reason and going, hmm, not so sure how you do this, mum. But they look at us like 
we are the ones they just want to please. And it's a really beautiful and natural response. And what's lovely is they gradually, as they grow in their own confidence, hopefully they will learn not to need our approval all the time because they have a sense of their own internal resonance being switched on or not. They know when something's working. But equally, as they grow, if we let them show off, we give them the chance to test their mettle and figure out what they like in life and what things they think are important and what things they think are not worth their time. And we encourage them to take risks and we encourage them to slow down. We encourage them to listen to themselves, to learn to pay attention to what their little bodies and their little thoughts are saying. And I don't mean little in a derisive way. I mean little as in, you know, small levels of experience that gradually will grow. As they feel safe and secure in their small environment, they will grow in confidence to know what it is that they are reaching for. They will have a deep sense of self that is not dependent on the ebbs and flows of fashion and current popular opinion. They will be little people who have a very strong core understanding of who they are and what they think. And they will feel safe to make mistakes because they know that you're on their side. I think the biggest thing with encouragement and the generosity of encouragement is to champion somebody to be more fully themselves. I remember our Alexander Technique teacher telling us that when Alexander, the guy who created the technique, was first asked, I think he was called Alexander anyway, he was first asked, well, is the idea that if you've got a thief, would it make him a better person, a better member of society? And he was like, no, I hope it would make him a better thief. Now, you know, there is a moral element to that that maybe isn't the greatest, but I, I know what he was saying. It's that you don't want somebody to be a better version of you. You want them to be the fullest version of themselves. And that needs support, encouragement, joy, celebration, as well as helpful, timely feedback. What are some ways that you can encourage your children? My elder daughter is a fantastic artist. She's so creative in so many ways. It's beautiful to watch her come alive in different directions. But she is a wonderful artist from the point of view of drawing and colouring and painting. And I think one of the ways I can encourage her is to give her the space she needs to continue exploring her art. Now, because we unschool and she has the freedom to choose how she spends a lot of her time, she actually spends huge swathes of her time drawing and painting and sometimes she'll disappear off to her room and be listening to Anne of Green Gables and Audible whilst coming up with some gorgeous little masterpiece. And I love it. It's wonderful to see. Another thing that's really encouraging of her is watching her comedy. She's so funny. She has this whole thing where she does like a grand finale and she's just a big clown. And it sort of doesn't quite translate, but it works in our family. But encouraging her with those moments when she just wants to show off and be a bit daft and to celebrate it and to laugh, to freely allow yourself to laugh and be silly takes generosity and it encourages and frees somebody else up to be silly too. I think I could probably do a whole podcast on the joy and wonder of total silliness and I would completely recommend that you enjoy and indulge your silliness from time to time as long as it's not undignifying somebody. Be as daft as you like. That's another thing that allows people to feel like they are in a safe space and that you are generously encouraging them to explore their own ends of silliness and it certainly allows for more creativity. But as a mum giving my kids the space to be who they are, figure that out, encourage them, celebrate when they've done something well, and be very gentle with my correction and my feedback. Not instantly point out the spelling mistakes, but equally, if they're asking, tell them how they could correct it. So this week, where can you encourage your children? 
Where can you encourage yourself? Be gentle and kind and celebratory of your own artist, your own artistry. The part of you that feels a bit silly sometimes or wants to do something that's meaningful or feels very insecure. How can you encourage yourself? And equally, how can you use whatever influence or reach or just your words? How can you use them to encourage another artist, another creative, another mother? As a mum of four, I make it a point that when we are out and about in shops again, but when I see another mother, especially if she looks mildly harassed, I try and find something encouraging to say to her, to build her up, to tell her that she's probably doing a great job or to spot something that she's genuinely doing a great job in. Or to celebrate her child and encourage her that her child is not this little monster from hell that she might be temporarily feeling everyone's thinking. But encourage her that her kid's great, you know, how creative or what wonderful set of pipes he's got because he can wail at the top of his voice. How amazing is that? And equally, how can you encourage other artists, whether it's reading their work and leaving a comment to say, I really like what you said here, or sharing something that says, thank you, that really resonated. Because, you know, I'm putting words out into the ether and I don't know if anyone's liking them. I'm so grateful for the people, friends particularly, but anybody who comes back and just says, hey, thanks, I really appreciated that or that landed because then I know I'm getting clearer and that my message is landing, which is the whole point. And so if you are encouraged, hearing that back is wonderful. And it spurs me on to keep diving deeper and helps me know that I'm on the right track. And the same goes, I'm pretty certain, for every other artist on the planet. And rather than feeling like we are in competition with one another, go out of your way to celebrate work that's beautiful, work that's done well, and work that you have found challenging but in a really great way. So... I hope you have a wonderful week. I hope that you find encouragement for your art and your artistry. I hope that you begin to become, if you're not already, your own number one champion. That there are people in your life who you see putting themselves out there and you are willing to encourage and champion them. And even more importantly, because you have such influence that you are the one who chooses to champion and encourage your children. You celebrate when they've done well. You commiserate with them when they feel frustrated. And in expressing your love for them, you allow them to emerge as the people they were made and called to be and that you're willing to support that and help them discover who that is. If you'd like to connect with me, you can join my email list, which is definitely the best way because then I can talk to you and you can talk back to me. So if you do that via my website, that would be wonderful. And I'd love to see you there. Otherwise, I'm usually over on Instagram as Creative Performer Mum or on Twitter as Create underscore Mother. So hop on and say hi over there. If you would like to support the podcast, you can hop on over to my website, which is www.createperformandmother.com. If you look at the podcast page, that's where you can find these. There is a coffee icon, which takes you to my Buy Me A Coffee page, so that if you want to contribute, either from as little as a pound a month or a one-off donation, every little bit is so appreciated. Have a fabulous week. God bless.